Yeah! <laughs> we're here and we're super excited. <laughs> we were just talking about how excited we were to be here because, uh, you know, it's Monday. <laughs> And it's a short work week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I think Dave posted something about that today. It's it's yes, it's Monday, but it's a short work week that ends with pie. So it's all good, right? There is pie. There is pie because it's Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving doesn't get a lot of time. It's really just a day. <laughs> it's like Halloween, Christmas, and then there's like oh wait. Oh yeah, there's Thanksgiving in there also, and that, and that's that's because Thanksgiving is like I mean you, you get done with Thanksgiving. And what's what do you do after you get done eating dinner? You go to all the Black Friday sales, and it's like you got to buy all the crap for Christmas. Yeah, you got to go to the stores. It's a shopping holiday. Got to get ready. It's really just prep. Christmas prep. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween's over. <laughs> all right, we got to get get in there for William. That's exactly what I was thinking. More people will come if we have punch and pie. Punch and pie. Now, see, that sounds like a Black Friday thing. So he punched somebody out, and then you got the pie. <laughs> hate having to work the next day. Yeah, I that's the, a rough thing. Is this is on Thursday? I got Friday off, so no, I'm I, happy. Joanna, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for that. I am such a bastard. Anyway, today see <laughs> you Monday. Today we're talking about men in black uh, a bit. We'll see what we end up talking about. This is kind of just like a filler episode because, as you're probably well aware, there's nothing till february or well december well no whenever guardians come guardians out. the guardians uh yes no there's nothing mcu happening we just had wakanda forever so maybe we'll talk about that for a little bit uh but we just had wakanda forever come out but there's nothing else happening until as debbie so eloquently said Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, November the twenty fifth. It releases on Thursday. Oh, so, so we can talk about it Monday. We can talk we'll about it next month. About that on Monday. But for today, we you know we're just we're just kicking back, chilling, doing our Chris thing. Chris is being a party pooper, people. I excel at that. Hey, I. <laughs> if you have a skill, don't hide that under a bushel basket. Okay, we gotta get out there and do what you do. And what we do is MCU. She just cue the music. (laughs) 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 
Oh, we we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, yes, we do. Um, so, like I said, the only thing recently that's happened, MCU wise, Marvel wise, the biggest thing is Wakanda Forever. We talked about it last week in depth. Uh, how are you guys feeling a week later on it? Um, I myself, I think. What did you, what'd you give it, Debbie? You gave it a like an eight. I think it was an eight point five. Eight point five. I think I gave it a sweet, sweet six. I think uh, I went uh, seven and a half, seven point five. Yeah, yeah. I I stand by my score. I know a lot of people have been out to see it. I, I believe William has changed his mind about it. Is that in the comments? Uh, I oh, uh, I was watching the uh, Geek Gauntlet on uh, Saturday night, and he said, I think he said he viewed it a second time. He gave it a six <laughs> as well. Okay. Yeah, no, because he's like, well, I think the thing is, if you don't give it a perfect 10, then you're viewed as like a villain. Like, yeah. it's a, and I, I'm just sitting there like, hey, it's a six. That's not saying like a two is like that's this is garbage. A six is hey, all right, all right. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, like, I, 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 have given it higher. I would have given it higher, but I feel like it would have been just like that. My instinct to give it a higher score was because of the Chadwick Boseman, and, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to give it a good score and especially and especially because they did do a good job i think with that aspect of the film but that's why i gave it as high a score as i did was that was factored into it you know it's like why didn't you give it a 10 it was like because there was it was needlessly long it felt like it was on his two movies i just uh, i think i think to pay homage to chadwick is one thing, but to drown us in it for three hours is something else completely. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's it's like yeah. uh, okay, it, we've it got it. He's passed, comic. and and yeah. we feel, and then it's like okay, now get on with the story. Plus, yeah. and and I was actually, and they tell they they sandwich it. It's like that's how they start, and that's how they end it. So it's like, hey, remember, and that, that that's one of the things I remember in film school was like the beginning and the end. Like the middle is like everything else that happens, but people remember the beginning and the end. So when you go to the thing, what are the things you recall? How did it start? A wonderful Chadwick Boseman, like the, his death, the Marvel thing, his funeral. How did it end? Her remembering him. It's like they really sandwich that. Not, not even. And I'm not saying that that's wrong or that's a bad thing to do. I'm saying that is what they did to this film. And what was in the middle? Tons of stuff, like kind of needless stuff. And then also, hey, here's an Iron Man replacement while we're at it. Like, yeah. And and she starts off the first time we meet her. She's the most brilliant person ever. She's created a vibranium detector. How'd she do that without access to vibranium? We don't know. Who cares? Uh, she's um, amazing and she's the best and literally one of the other characters that we've met before now goes I like her and it's like okay we're supposed to like her and it's like I, I get it okay Jesus 
Um, I I think too, and and this was this was kind of one of the um yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I Although like in my in my theater, uh, all the little kids laughed when she talked about having the ashy head. And she was like, you know, oh, ashy yeah. ass head in here. All the kids were laughing, and then their parents too. But uh, I don't know, maybe. Well, I, and and this that was made... it. There, it wasn't like that. Like all the others, it was like that was that was the mo- and then that was like the wine. That was that, the the thing with it was the thing with it is too, and it's it was kind of like this with the first movie as well. Is it doesn't add anything to the overall. MCU story you know you had the the origin films where it was like okay we're introducing a uh, uh, an infinity stone here look Thanos is at the end of this one it, it all builds to a bigger picture except well, unless Black- Riri Williams well and sure Shuri is the because they're getting ready for the next yeah. generation Perhaps. Yeah, maybe, but just in general, it didn't. To me, I know what you're saying. I know what like you're a, saying, though. Like Captain America was like, "There's the cube," and like that's a big, and it's his own movie. It's not like it's anyone else's like button in, but that ends up being very important. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we just can't see it at this point, or maybe it is the actual introduction of these new characters, or maybe it's something else entirely. I was saying. Before it came out, I was hoping for maybe a Fantastic Four reference in there somewhere because one of the things I learned in my semiotics class, which is the study of signs and symbols, we had to study comic books because that's how does one panel go to the next and how do you indicate through like where are their eyes looking? What what how do you indicate through a still frame? Essentially, it's semiotics. That's the study of how does this how does this all work and so we had to look at comics and one of the comics we looked at was the fantastic four episode where they introduced black panther and so i was kind of hopeful that since they had the chance here now they actually have access to fantastic four maybe we get a sneak peek of something with wakanda but no nah what are you going to do? <laughs> I get that you had to change Namor's backstory. You changed it so much that he should have been a new character. I had no previous attachments to the character. But again, he's another character that apparently interacted with Fantastic Four a lot. Because he was always hitting on... I've seen this in memes. He's always hitting on an Invisible Woman. And so like that's another opportunity. They get the Fantastic Four involved in this again, again, and uh, I, I'm with you. I had no, I mean, I, all I knew about Namor was he was called he he used to be called the Submariner, or maybe that Sub, was the, Submariner. Yeah, and Submariner. I the, Submariner. I he, was, he was from the city of Atlantis, and I he was I from Atlantis. Change things just to avoid being basically aquaman i think well and that's that was the other thing was that it was like okay well he's the he's the aquaman equivalent in the marvel universe and that's all i knew about him so to see him in this movie as and a lot of people oh they changed the whole backstory and i'm like i thought it was good i liked namor yeah i didn't as someone that didn't know the backstory 
I was fine with the backstory that they gave. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I can also completely understand because I've been that. That's why I still haven't watched Rings of Power. <laughs> you know, because I know for a fact I'm going to have a problem with it. But I know also that people that have no knowledge of Lord of the Rings or whatever have watched it been like, I thought it was great. And I was like, no, no, good, they had the, the knowledge, the good. knowledge that they have of Lord of the Rings is the <laughs> Peter Jackson travesties, and that's it. And you say those are travesties, and I love those films, which is travesty. like, oh, yeah, I didn't know. David hates them. No, 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 no. Fellowship of the Ring, I liked. Fellowship of the Ring was, was, and I just saw somebody the, the other day on the internet be like, So I'm rewatching the Lord of the Rings extended editions. I just skipped Fellowship because nothing happens in that one. And I was like, <laughs> Wow. And I was like, David, David's <laughs> over here. Like, that's the only one that I would watch. That's the only one that was good. They ruined it in the Two Towers and then Return of the King just, they had ruined it so much in the Two Towers that the Return of the King was like, did Peter Jackson even read these books? I mean, he got the names right. But the thing that, is, they're only allowed to do so much because of the estate. It has nothing. No, it has nothing that, to do yeah. with we're leaving out or we're putting in or anything like that. This has everything to do with changing complete aspects of the story with changing complete directions of the story. One of the big things, and this is my, this has always been my biggest argument, is in the Two Towers when Faramir finds Frodo oh, and Stan, yeah. and in big... the in the novels, Faramir but... said, "I know what you have, and I know what you're doing, but I'm not going to make the same mistake that my brother did." And he turned them loose. He said, "You go finish what you're doing, and we'll we'll cover you," kind of thing. In Two Towers, they take him like, all the way to Osgiliath. We, we got a new weapon, and we're going to go to Osgiliath, <laughs> and it was like. When did that happen? And in fact, that's one of the greatest lines in all of cinema right now is in the Two Towers. When Sam says to Frodo, by all accounts, Mr. Frodo, we shouldn't be here anymore. No! No, you shouldn't be here! No, you really that's shouldn't. not part of the story! Although, one of my favorite lines, and it is in the book, I do believe, is when Faramir says, uh, war would make corpses of us all. Yes. That's when... that. And that is, you know, in the two tower. We need to have a Lord of the Rings episode, I think, for sure, where we just delve into the deeps too greedily. <laughs> Get some Balrogs going on this. I know what you need because I've never read the book. So the the three movies <clears throat> I've seen, I think I've seen the first two Hobbit movies. I don't think I saw the third one because. As 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 much as they went off kilter in the two towers, <laughs> I was about to say, really, I was like, if you didn't like Lord of the Rings, you no, must, they really, you must hate the Hobbit. Movies oh, it was insane. At most, they could have made two movies out of that book because the way it's written. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, David. The way that the Hobbit is written compared to the way the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit is like. This happened, then this happened. They went there, they did this. It's very, it's very much for a younger audience. And so the amount of stuff that actually happens in The Hobbit is about as much as maybe like one of the Lord of the Rings books. It's just written more succinctly. Right. But the thing is, when they were like, we're making three of these, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> how? Boo! <laughs> 
how are you gonna do that exactly? and then they actually did some really great work with it that that's actually a crazy story because it was meant to be directed by guillermo del toro and he backed out at the last minute and then they had to like scrabble to get peter jackson in there because new line cinema was actually upset with peter jackson he was he was in with them in some sort of he had sued them over not getting paid what he was apparently supposed to be paid and this it was like one of the producers or one of the higher ups at new line was like all right well we're not working with him ever again and then they were like screwed and they were like all right get him get okay him. fine yeah <laughs> it's like one more else time could possibly do this it's but it's he didn't have nearly the kind of same situation as what was lord of the rings like yes they did go get him but it was last minute where they had already been setting stuff up in pre-production for guillermo del toro so that's why so much of it as good as it actually is and there are some pretty amazing stuff like the the scene where they're all eating in bilbo's house the lights just in that room were melting the props like <laughs> that's how hot those lights are and that's where they're shining on stuff so it's like the what they actually came out with is pretty impressive considering what they had what a nightmare it was to go through but you still can see i watched the hobbit and i i think and i look at the orcs and different stuff and then you watch lord of the rings and like this came out before and what it looks better like the practical effects that they use and that's not to say that they didn't use cgi but they did as much as they could with practical effects and that pays off the the hobbit to its to its credit and this is probably the only thing i will give to its credit um was uh, uh it had martin freeman in it yeah and yeah it, martin, martin freeman's uh, i'd been watching him on um what was it? um sherlock <laughs> with with benedict cumberbatch i love that show so and but see okay he played a hardcore dwarf and that was good the problem i had with he the did the he did the voice he was actually supposed to do it live action but he was in poor health Billy Connolly, fantastic. By the way, uh, Boondock Saints, look him up as a stand-up comedian. Look him up. But I knew that was head him of the class. Like, head of the class. Head of the class. Uh, and then, so I, I heard his voice coming in. And I was like, yes, yes. Billy Connolly played a hardcore dwarf. That was good. Absolutely correct, Stuart. <laughs> that, but the problem with the dwarfs, and this is just in The Hobbit, really, not so much in The Lord of the Rings, but and and maybe it was just me did were they trying to make them look like cartoon characters i mean seriously were they the big big honking bulbous noses in the well i think I mean, they just, did that partially it, to thorin was the only one that was like okay well thorin's normal looking and it's like ah yeah he's the lead he's got to be i thought they didn't even do enough with like a lot of the beards of the dwarves like they should have had more uh, but I think the reason that they do the stuff with like the bulbous nose is, is like a to set them apart more, I guess, from your typical like person, man, or elf. They don't. And do that's but they're supposed to be more like rugged, more. I mean, in the history of you know, they they were literally carved out of stone by one of the gods, and 
Like men and elves were supposed to exist. Dwarves weren't even, weren't even supposed to exist. Then the head, like the god, head god, Eru Iluvatar, came down. He saw what this other god was doing. And he was like, you know, this isn't, this isn't right, but who am I to judge? And then he breathes life into them. And so the dwarves come into being. It's like, <laughs> what? The brown wizard was played by the hermit in still game. Radagast the brown. Yeah, see, that bothered me too. The guy running around with the bird crap in his hair because he had a nest up there. I was just like, yeah. stop. You're being too silly at this point. You're, you're just you're just trying to make it funny. And Yeah, I didn't like when he was going around with his rabbit sled and stuff. And I was like, this is... This nah. is this is nah. cartoony. This is a cartoon. Yeah. And Rankin yeah. and Bass already made a Hobbit cartoon, and it was amazing. It was amazing. And they, and they didn't need three movies to do it. They did it all in like two hours. I love when, uh, oh man, when Frodo gets across the river and then he just falls off the horse. <laughs> he, uh, you have to see it to understand what i'm talking now about. now that was are you you're talking about that was the lord of i'm the talking Rings. about the 1970 yeah that's the lord 1972 of the Rings. with the uh the ralph ba ralph bakshi yeah that, now that one i actually haul i've got a copy of that on dvd and i actually took it to me to fan fest uh, or fan expo this past weekend because anthony daniels does the voice of legolas in that one so hi grant My bad. I didn't mean to have that Doctor Strange in there. I was like, what are you doing? I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? It's better. How's everyone? Good evening. Extended editions of Lord of the Rings. Which is my preferred... Actually, if I see someone watching, it's like people are watching Lord of the Rings and it's not the extended edition. I start getting like, I'm like, what happened to the scene? <laughs> like every day, I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. It's almost like the extended editions came out and the regular editions stopped existing. It's almost like they did a, a special. To some like, people. <laughs> like George Lucas with the special edition. It was like, well, we made the special yeah, I mean, edition. You can still find the regular edition and all they did was like add scenes that was the crazy thing about the about star wars is that it's like now that's if you don't own it that's the only edition you can even find i love the extended versions a full day yeah yes it's like four hours per movie it takes a good long while to enjoy but yep. I'm a person that really I used to watch the extended editions like on my TV. I had a TV set up and I had like an Xbox plugged into that. And then on my computer, I'd be playing uh, the Battle from Middle Earth or the Battle from Middle Earth 2. Those are oh. real time strategy. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play that one. Yeah, and I still have Battle for Middle Earth 2 Expansion Edition Rise of the Witch King. And I still that's, play that to this that's, day. Uh, <laughs> that was all built on the uh, um, the StarCraft engine, right? I think. You needed 
was like two or three things. You collected gas and ore and built your well, cities you, and whatnot. You, you could make farms if you were human or like meat. Yeah, for, for the door. For the, for the orcs. And then, like, actually, for some of the orcs, you could make lumber yards because they. It was oh, it was. Uh, um, it's not not Star World of War. Well, not World of Warcraft. Just Warcraft. Warcraft. The, the original it's Warcraft. Similar. Yeah, it's I similar. could start it up and start. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean, no, I'm not going to do that. We've already not talked about Men in Black, <laughs> and it's been almost thirty minutes. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure I started this episode off by saying we're just talking about whatever we feel like talking about. Stream Rise of the Witch King is basically Command and Conquer Lord of the Rings style. Yes. And there, hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. I'm a, That's my favorite genre of video games is the real-time strategies. I, I do play it every now and again. I actually played it yesterday just for like one match because I was like, you know what I miss? Freaking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, you know what mine is? Is uh, Galactic Battlegrounds. Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Real time. Oh. oh, love that game. Yes. Oh, man. They made the, they made the last uh, thing in 2002 when the Clone Wars came out. So... Yeah, well, there used to be a bunch of different games that came out for Star Wars. Like, they had all different kinds of genres. And then they, when Disney took over originally, they signed the exclusive deal with EA. Now that's coming to an end, the the end of the EA empire. Thank uh, God. Yeah, and Ubisoft is already making, like, a open world game that they're getting ready to do which i can't wait for if they do assassin's creed and stuff like that i'm like you do that but for star wars oh my god shut up and take my money i'd play the thing but you're I, gonna find your clip I'm not, <laughs> I, guess. I don't need to <laughs> but i will because i just found shut it. up and take my money uh, rumor alert lucas may be back in the fold with disney CEO reinstated Bob Iger. So, yeah, the big news on that front is Bob Chepek is gone and Bob Iger's back. But what will that mean? All I know is that last time, I don't know. Last I looked, and that was earlier this morning, was that Disney stock's risen like 8% so far now. (laughs) Just saying. Well, that gives you some idea. Let's talk mob. <laughs> Men under black. Uh, I don't think so. This is a Men shit. uniform black. <laughs> um, Men in black. <laughs> Let's talk about Men in black. Uh, I do love Men in black. If we're going to talk about Men in black, let's okay. Um, it's really fantastic. And I was actually just watching, I was catching up on Rick and Morty because I hadn't watched the last couple seasons of it. And so I was just binging it to catch up because my brother likes to watch it and I wanted to spend time with him. And a good way to do that is to watch Rick and Morty together. So I'm catching up on it. And they have an episode where it's uh, like they're, they're erasing each other's minds and they're watching clips 
it's called Morty's Mind Blowers, but it's like they're just watching clips of like stuff. And so Rick gets his mind erased, and he's like, "All I remember about Men in Black Two is that it's a joyless cash grab." But it's like, because <laughs> he remembers Men in Black Two, but he doesn't remember Men in Black. And I was like, only under those circumstances. And I was like, I was I was angry at the show because I was like. It wasn't just a joyless catch. It was like, well, all I know is you have to have seen the first one to understand anything that's going on in the second one. And I was like, yes, okay. It is an entire movie of callbacks, but it's a sequel. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like, you know, like the only way that joke works is that he remembers Men in Black 2, but not Men in Black 1. And it's, uh, and while I'm on the subject, I was just, I, I rewatched a bit of the first Men in Black, and you see the Twin Towers up there, and it's like, oh yeah. man, that was. Uh, I, I actually, speaking of that, I, I was going through my. Uh, I've got a old magazine, and it's. Uh, I forgot what the title. It was sci-fi something or another, sci-fi. You know, but it was from nineteen ninety-seven, nineteen ninety-eight, and they were talking about. Um, movies that were coming up movies that were in development at the time and you know the reason i bought it was because uh, episode one was about to come out and so that was they were going to be talking about episode one they talked about nd4 they didn't have a title for it it was just nd4 but um in this book they're talking about uh independence day 2 and they said well, they've even uh put out some promotional shots of it and the promotional shot was the alien ship flying over the twin towers and blowing the twin towers up and i was like oh a little dated there but ah that's that's <laughs> when i was catching up on rick and morty there was they were blowing up an alien planet as they were escaping it they were just blowing up everything and they come up to this city and there's two towers and they're just like they get quiet and they just like go around it <laughs> and it's like, yeah yeah uh, i wasn't feeling too good about that one yeah yeah it's gonna be on the same page every once in a while rick <laughs> too early for a twin towers type thing or a 9-11 type thing and then they come up on a harbor and they're like then again we could do a pearl harbor and then they do like oh, they bomb the harbor and it's like oh because that's long enough ago that's what <laughs> to make fun of now oh my goodness uh, Men in Black, the original, has one of my, you know, favorite scenes. Actually, tons of my favorite scenes. The entire like first thirty minutes. Actually, the entire movie. It's too good. I can't narrow it down to just one point. Because yeah. also, go ahead, Debbie. Well, I, I was just gonna say. I mean, it was. It came out in '97, and I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it. And I watched it yesterday afternoon, but I still. That's laugh. a while. Time is relative. Well, I meant, you know, before I watched it yesterday, <laughs> I, I haven't watched you. it for I a while. You. But I, it still made me laugh throughout the whole thing. So it's of, like. It holds up. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It, it holds up. I mean, Even the scene where he goes, he go, he holds up the little disc. Oh yes, micro disc. This will be the newest thing. I'm gonna have to buy the white album again. <laughs> I mean, you know, Will Smith at his peak. Uh, Tommy Lee was, um, you know, Tommy Lee's hilarious. as always. He flashy things him, and then he's like, when they're in the restaurant, he's just like, 
<laughs> he's just cracking up. And then Will Smith's like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, kid. You're a sharp kid. You just got to lay off the sauce. <laughs> Tequila will do you in. Here, here's my card. Oh, it's so fun. But then he uh, he gives the great line about after he goes through the tests. And the tests are amazing. A lot of fun. Really hilarious. I made a whole Star Wars meme out of one of them. No, it was the shooting one. That one always got me. The shooting <laughs> one comes after that one. And that one's great. Oh, it the, is. It was amazing. Because he's, <laughs> he's, they run in and it's like, grab a gun. Ah, you're in this. Ah, here come the cardboard monsters. And it's like, he waits. He waits. He waits. He takes one shot. <laughs> why did why did little Susie need? And to the die? great thing, yeah, rip torn, rip torn, yeah. And and why did you think little Tiffany deserved to die? Well, <laughs> <laughs> first he says he monsters. says he says Edwards, what what happened? And he goes hesitated, sir. <laughs> why did you think little Tiffany deserved to die? Uh, well, so you know. First, I saw this guy over here and uh, this snarling monster. And I was like, I got to pop him. I was like, nah, he's, he's not snarling. He's sneezing. Okay. He's got a, he's got he's a got tissue. tissue. He's got a, yeah, he's got a tissue. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's sneezing. All right. So, you know, that's fine. So then I look over at this guy over here, this guy jagging up on the street lamp. It's like, wait a minute. He's just working out. <laughs> what if I... I, I, in, in the gym someday running the treadmill somebody pops me I'm not gonna like that <laughs> then we got little Tiffany over here walking around with books about quantum, quantum physics. physics in the dead of night on this dangerous street <laughs> she up to some shit Zed and I appreciate you getting off my back about it <laughs> and I appreciate you getting up off my back yeah, well, my it cracks me up every uh, every time I see this either in memes or little clips or whatever. But Vincent as Bugman. Oh yes. Oh my Vincent God, that Vincent D'Onofrio is, is good in anything that he does. I was gonna say, save that for later. Yeah, he is fantastic. Even before he gets transformed into a bug person like just him just <laughs> the only ranting person at his that... wife like an asshole he's like the only <laughs> thing that pulls its weight around here is my goddamn truck <laughs> mm -hmm. and he walks and he out he goes figures figures <laughs> and then he gets destroyed and it's like hey modern day hollywood that's how you take out a toxic male by the way you don't make an entire <laughs> thing about it you just and then let that same great actor continue playing him inhabited by an alien sugar and more and water more <laughs> you mean like this <laughs> oh gosh such a good freaking movie oh when his uh, truck his truck got towed too and he walks out there with that shotgun and the guy's like please when you you can have place your projectile weapon on the ground you can have a shotgun when you take it from my cold dead hands <laughs> your proposition is acceptable <laughs> what? 
And then they don't show it. They show like him getting taken, but then the whole and that's the great thing about like this type of movie is like they kept it PG thirteen when there's clearly like this guy just got his inside scoops out. Because they show his skin being thrown on the ground outside, and then the skin gets dried. But it's like, hey, we didn't show how it happened, so we're still safe. It's up to the audiences, you know. He drags the table and he scratches the floor. All right, it's time for my Star Wars meme. I've got to do it now. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. Maybe you already answered this. But uh, why exactly are we here, Sean? Second Lieutenant Jake Jensen, West Point, graduate with honors. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> What's so funny, Edwards? Your boy Captain America over here. The best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> With honors. <laughs> you know, he's just really excited and he has no clue why we're here. <laughs> that's just, that's very funny to me. <laughs> Y'all ain't laughing though. Okay, let's get going. <laughs> and Kay is laughing. Oh, I love it. That was the test. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I just want, I want I want any of you guys call me son or whatever. All right, skills recognize it. All right, slick. <laughs> Your skills mean absolutely dick. <laughs> These are the twins. <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> it's so much fun and it's like you're just you never know when it's gonna hit and they even did that in like the third men in black where zed's dead and the chick is giving the eulogy for zed she's like i was with the prime minister of zanglorp when zed died and he said something i'll never forget <clears throat> it's just so zed and then k gets up there and he goes my entire life zed never told me anything about his personal life what he did where he lived where he worked and jay is like he's waiting for like but and that's it. He just ends it. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's actually my question. I would. Uh, well, actually, okay. A couple things. Because we got. Z is so good. The little <laughs> <stone> Mexican. <laughs> the worms. Yeah. 
because they're addicted to cigarettes, and every time anything happens, they're like cigarettes and coffee, fleeing with cigarettes and coffee. Jeeves rebuilding head. (laughs) Tony Shaloub. Which is the callback. Yeah, one of the things. Uh, Oh my gosh. Okay. Was was Um, he in the third one? I don't. Oh no. Where did they get the uh, the time jumper from? Did they get it from him? Well, no, no, that was like a different guy. That was like the son of a dude in jail, but it wasn't him. Uh, what was I looking for? Oh yeah, okay. So earlier on, I can't play the whole thing. Oh, Balchinians! I missed a lot of the, the... Balchinians. Yeah, I missed. I was like, I missed Actually, a lot of the chat. <laughs> okay, Stuart, if, go, go. if you if you own the DVD for Men in Black Two, and you've got the Balchinian one. There's a. It's not a gag reel, but it's like a, a alternate. Not a, not even alternate scenes, but it's like Will Smith doing a bunch of takes, <laughs> calling him different. He's a scroter throat. No, he's a Baltinian. No, he's a, and I mean it's just. just it, 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 it's hilarious. All the stuff <laughs> he came up with. It's amazing. So go check that. And I learned to get along, and so you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Frank, bring your head in this window before I roll it up in there. That has got to be the worst disguise I have ever seen. <laughs> that guy's definitely <laughs> an idiot. You don't like it, you can bite it. <laughs> I, I even asked my kids, because this movie was popular back when my kids were smaller. And I asked them, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, the first minute black? And they all still love it. Uh, you know, when they were kids, we watched it a lot because, of course, we bought it on DVD and whatnot. But yeah, well, so for them, for them, see, that's a nostalgic thing too. So for them to, if you watched it a lot when they were kids, and they watched it a lot and they enjoyed it when they were kids, they're going to grow up, and that's going to be the that, that that's just one of the greatest movies of all times because that's what we grew up with. And they said, you know, the rest of them are just so. Right. <laughs> the rest of the Men in Black. Yes. I, 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 the, you know what? The third one, I, <sighs> I like the second one a lot. I like the, it's just callbacks to the first one, and I think it's hilarious the way when he went to go get him at the uh, when he because, went to go get him at the post office. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> and everything else. It's literally if you look at the first one and look at the beats that they take, they make the exact same, but they have to do it reversed because it's for K instead. And then of course there's other things that happened but i i thought that was hilarious so i was down with that and then they made the third one so much later it was like they made the second one because the first one made money they made the third one because it was in that continuing Mm -hmm. still happening era of well we've run out of ideas and people paid to see this so let's and then 
enough time has passed that they even did Men in Black International, which was one of the things I was going to say earlier. I was like, did anyone see that? Because I never saw that. I never Not saw yet. it. Dude. You guys haven't seen it? None of us have seen it. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, I was what does that tell you that... about that film? Oh my God. Yeah, I was, was going to. I, I love Men in Black. Did you see the newest one? No. <laughs> I was gonna go oh, see it on the theater. No, when I it said re- I love Men in Black. Okay, do you understand? <laughs> Why would I see them? I was gonna go see it on the theater, but I was sick that day, so. And it was a uh, Thor and Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the thing was, I looked at that and I said, "You know who that isn't? Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith." <laughs> <laughs> Even Josh Brolin for a little bit. I'm I enjoyed. Out. He was great as 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 Tommy Lee as a young Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, as playing as like, and and that was one of the things about that movie is he keeps Will Smith keeps looking at him being happy at different times. Like, what happened to you, man? It's like it hasn't happened yet. I don't know. It's like, oh, that one gets me. Men in Black Three gets me. I see a lot of people that don't like that one, but I'm like. I like the villain. I love the first too. two, and so when I see that, I'm just like, woof, like that. It hits me, especially right at the end there when, like, you know, everything goes down and he grabs little James Edwards by the hand and starts walking, and it's like, oh my god. Stewart's not a fan of the third. Second is great. And see, I understand that. I get that the third is, again, trading in on that kind of stuff. But I think, given all of that, they did a pretty a decent enough job. I like how they ended, not, not ended each one, but like in the first one. You know, the galaxy was on Orion's collar. It was a little marble. And, our, and it backed up, and our galaxy is like a marble that an alien's playing the yep. game with. Exactly. And in the the second one, it was the the locker thing. The locker. Yeah. And he they opens open, it's like, like, kid, you still think you know everything? And he opens like a door that says like, "Do not open." And and it and, shows that ev- our reality is just another locker. But, because uh, earlier in the movie, <laughs> they went up to like a locker. He's like, "I must hit yeah. something in here to re-, you know." And it's like, "Oh hey, okay, oh okay," <laughs> which I'm thinking about making a meme about. Like Luke Skywalker being replaced, and they go, "All hail Ray! All hail Ray!" <laughs> that's, that's, in, that's a meme in progress. <laughs> mm, I did, I just haven't decided what to make their faces. Like I know one of them's gonna be Disney, like Will Smith's. Like, no, no, check this out. It's great. <laughs> oh, what is your name, Master? <laughs> oh, all hail Ray! Oh, all Ray, hail Ray! Can you can see? You see? <laughs> And then they're going to be running into the theater, and it's like whatever Disney's shitting out these days. <laughs> Special IT adult section in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, I like that. That's the thing. That's the thing I love about these movies, and that's why I really like the show Rick and Morty. I'm not saying every episode is amazing, but it has that same kind of like you have no idea what's going to happen next necessarily, you know. Like, there's gonna be surprises. You're gonna be hit with things you're not expecting. I think it's fun. Noisy cricket. Postmaster K and his employees. Yeah. Um. Ticka, ticka, um. 
There's no smoking in bang, here. Bang, 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 Oh yeah. Why do you think you get a well? You get along so well here. There's no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> we use <laughs> this is an example of how not to wrap a package. <laughs> you want to use double twist twine, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, like that bit is that's it's hilarious. I love it. Still got my replica noisy cricket and neuralizer from Burger King. Nice, dude. It's neuralizers are hilarious. That's another thing that's great. It's the J. <laughs> It's concerned about the stories that oh, K yeah. is telling people. And so he's like, you, can, you gotta make a better story. How many times do you flashy thing her? Is she gonna get cancer or something? <laughs> have you ever flashy thing me, K? Yo, K, have you ever flashy thing me? And he definitely has. No, never. And the noisy cricket. Noisy cricket. Man, you gotta de-neuralize and then negatronic whatever and I got this midget cricket <laughs> you gotta be kidding <laughs> and then he shoots it <laughs> we do not discharge our weapons in public <laughs> the universe does expand like the endings we are in a thing within uh, a thing okay, within so a thing <laughs> The third one, the third one was the guy that was the the weirdo guy that was like, "Well, uh, if this if this happens, yeah, then the it'll all and it'll all end up good." And he goes, "Oh, is this the? Oh no, is this the reality where Earth gets destroyed by a comet? Only if K forgot to leave a tip." And it's like he looks down and almost forgot to leave a tip. And oh yeah, good. Oh good. Yeah, it's that kind of. Just the <laughs> atmosphere, you know? I like it. Uh, but again, even knowing that I liked Men in Black, I didn't go see the new one. <laughs> because I didn't think it was going to be... And from what I've heard, it wasn't... I didn't even... You know, usually on something like that, I would say, okay, it doesn't have Will Smith. It doesn't have... To, none of the originals are back. I'll red box it. I'll get it at red box or wait for it to stream sure. or whatever. Still. Yeah, it's on Netflix, but I just never did. Oh, it is on Netflix. See, it's on Netflix. Wow. And we, you know what, though? Morbius is on Netflix and I still haven't watched it. Is so. it? I got to check that out. If only for because that one, at least people made memes about like <laughs> Black International. The meme was, was like. Did anyone see this? No one's <laughs> gonna get the joke I make from it because no one saw this. Oh, I love that. Hey, what what was so in the side? What was so good about that one was was uh, K going on? Hey, he was just talking to the guy like nothing was happening. My partner him. does this kind of thing all the time, and he turns around and goes, "You're doing fine, slick." <laughs> Oh, congratulations. It's a and then it looks like a little kit quid. pisto. Yeah. And then it pukes all over him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets back in the car and he's just like, So this is the job. It's like, 
but then that's actually has given Kay a clue that leads them to the farm. <laughs> we got to get some hot sheets. These are the hot sheets. <laughs> you can get the New York Times if you want. These are tabloids. Sometimes they get it right. <laughs> Elvis isn't dead. He just went home. He just went home. <laughs> Hit the red button. What was uh, it? Uh, there was the other one was uh, at the end of that one where she says, uh, she says, uh, we'll talk to Dennis Rodman. He's from that planet. He's from there. That's not a very good costume. Man in Black 2 has uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. In it. Like they had some other people the in the cameo. first one. They had like Stallone up on the screen when they were talking to <laughs> and Bob. Uh <laughs> They had like Sylvester Stallone up there, but in the second one, they were like, "Excuse me, Z, can I be part of the Men in Black now?" Oh, sorry, you're cutting out. I can be Agent M. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. we good. I think that's gonna good, be about it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Ah, all right. That's going to be it for MCU Mondays. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us, especially Stuart and Grant. And of course, the Geek Gauntlet podcast. Of course. We'll be back, I assume, next Monday. Um, David, are you going to be having a show? We are having a show. We are going to have a show on Wednesday night instead of Thursday night since Thursday. Am I killing you, Debbie? Mm-hmm. Is that not what you wanted to do? Better Wednesday than Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, she just made Garble a face. Garble. There you go. <laughs> Unless you've made plans, Debbie, then we're going to carry on. Well, I'm but, uh, making food. Oh. Well, then set your phone up in the kitchen and we'll watch you make food while we talk about <laughs> Season finale of Andor. Criticize your cooking. I just don't know how many people would be watching this. More than ever, for some reason. Yeah, because everybody's off on Thursday, so it's like, oh, let's. Yeah, but either everybody's traveling or they're. So what's the deal? You got a show on Wednesday. On this Wednesday, yes. So day after tomorrow. We're gonna go Wednesday night. We're gonna talk. Uh, we've got Andor season finale comes out on Wednesday, so we're gonna try and talk about it before it gets stale. I was actually setting up my show prep before we started tonight. So, well, I'll let you get back to it. So make sure to tune in this Wednesday for the Cantina Happy Hour. Normally on Thursdays, but this Thursday is Thanksgiving, so tune in on Wednesday to talk all about. And or finale. Oh my gosh. I haven't watched any of it. Well, the, the season finale, I mean, you can binge it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that time off to. I do actually plan on watching that entire show. So actually, now's a good time to get that going. So it's You've got, yeah, yeah, you got a big weekend coming yeah. up. Four it's day a good weekend. call. It's a good call. <laughs> Grant said this has been a blast. Cheers. Big shout out. Needed the banter. Good night. Grant, we loved having you here. We l- Always you, a pleasure. You make it 
more enjoyable when you guys give us stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> We're good, but not that good. <laughs> All right, that's it for us tonight. See you next week on MCU Mondays. Shit! Language! Wait a second. No one else is going to deal with the fact that Cap just said language? Just slipped out. Find the Scepter. And for gosh sake, watch your language. That's not going away anytime soon. You bet your ass. Steve, you said a bad language word. Do you tell everyone about the that? The handle's imprinted. Outwit the platinum bastard. Steve doesn't like that kind of talk. You know what, Romanov? Fury, you son of a